Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Andrew Musgrove here, and it's time for a match review. Just recording this in the aftermath of Newcastle's 1 1 draw with Norwich up at St James's Park. And unfortunately, Newcastle's search for a win this season goes on. It's now 14 games played and 14 without a win. And by goodness me, isn't Saturday against Burnley absolutely massive? I felt they had to win both games. Given how tonight played out, Kieran Clark sent off after nine minutes. You would have taken the draw, but it doesn't make looking at the league table any easier. Newcastle, I think we're quite fortunate actually that Norwich are a very poor side. I'm not saying Newcastle are any better than them, but Norwich, given they had so long a one-man advantage, really did not test Newcastle all that much. There was a couple of saves um, that Dubrovka had to make, but other than obviously the goal they scored, Dubrovka had a relatively quiet evening, I thought, and it was a case of both sides not looking all that confident on the ball going forward. Newcastle obviously bedded in, trying to weather the storm, but they did try and hit Norwich on the counter-attack at times. It paid off um, every now and then, but you were always expecting Newcastle to really just sit in and try and you know, absorb the pressure that you expected Norwich to put on them. And it was only really towards the end when they started peppering the box with crosses that you kind of saw Norwich were man, uh, man on top. I thought they really have failed there to get three viable points for their season and their tally. But Newcastle will take a point, will take a point. It's not brilliant, but it's better than losing. And now we just set up Saturday. It was already a must-win. <laughs> You've got times up by a 1,000 now because Newcastle don't beat Burnley. The league tables, it already makes for shocking reading. It's going to make for even worse reading. Newcastle's defence is already bad enough without them handing the opposition you know, more through careless mistakes. I mean, Kieran Clark sees, sees his clearance, come back off Pookie, pulls him down after nine minutes, you know, against a team who who carry more of a threat. Newcastle probably would have been blown out of the water, but you'll applaud them for staying in the game. Obviously taking the lead through Callum Wilson, a penalty, Tim Cruel doing what Tim Cruel almost saved it, didn't he? You know, he really does love a penalty, does Tim Cruel. He tips on the bar. He would have been very frustrated to see that rebound off the bar and in Callum Wilson gets another goal for his Newcastle United Italian. I have to say, now, before kickoff, the Eddie Howe make every day a masterpiece by War Flags. Brilliant display. There was a brilliant row as expected for Eddie Howe on the touchline. His first game in person at St James's Park. And then things, obviously, with the red card, understanding to go a bit flat, and there was certain sections of the crowd trying to get the whole stadium going, and it just wasn't working. Every now and then, everyone was in unison. And something just seemed to, to to click in the in the second half, right from kickoff. You know, we saw a few meaty challenges going in. Shelby, Joe Linton, um, and Quillo Lewis all getting their foot in, and it was honestly the best atmosphere I've experienced in James's Park in many many years. From the second half kicking off till Norwich grabbed the equaliser, it was unbelievable. All four stands of St James's Park absolutely rocking. Eddie Howe's Black and White Army, amongst other uh, songs, and everyone was absolutely loving it. Stand up if you love the tune, everyone getting to their feet. It was absolutely brilliant. I was in the Leaser's end, and it was just it was just a brilliant 20 minutes or so to experience that, and it gives you an insight into just where this club could go with the fans backing them if everything was right. And it is a shame, you know, that Newcastle just don't have the squad to match 
the the love and affection that the fans give this club because the fans deserve a team and in time that's what the new owners want to build they want to build a team to match the fans and I'm sure they'll get there in, in, in time but right now they are bottom of the Premier League without a win they face Burnley before December really I mean December the fixture list are, it's, it's horrendous isn't it so Burnley as we've already mentioned must win um, who stood out I thought Joe Linton had a good game Fernandez ended up coming off the bench for Ryan Fraser so after Clark was 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 sent off and he he had a, a decent enough game probably be in against Burnley Fabian Shev having any cost Newcastle the game near the end he slipped with the ball in a battle with Timmy Putty but came out the other end with it he advanced up the pitch tried to sidestep a midfielder got tackled that Norwich City midfielder advanced into the box and if it wasn't for Martin Dubravka pulling off a fantastic save Newcastle would have lost that game 2-1 really poor defending by Fabian Shea he has got a mistake in him he has Martin Dubravka to thank uh, he was down on his knees as he chased the defender into the box and the ball went behind for a corner. He was down on his knees and Martin Dubravka deserved a big pat on the back from Cher for saving him and Newcastle United from losing that game. Now, we, we saw Jamal Lewis come back in and it was quite interesting. I thought he did OK. And obviously, the circumstances of the game being down to 10 men doesn't help. But I, oh, I felt going forward, he was very nervous, you know, and actually, I think many people think that's his better attribute. He's a better attacker than he is defender. But going forward, he looked he looked quite nervous on the, on the ball. And obviously, he's just getting back into the swing of things after being out for so long. So hopefully, he can build on that. I'll be interested to see if he is in the side, the starting eleven against Burnley. I think he probably did enough to maybe get in there. Maybe we might see Richie further up the field. Manquillo, I thought, did really well. There's a few times he got caught out, but... I know on a whole he, he did all right and I, I think he probably for me he should start until Newcastle can get a, another right back in you know maybe wing back in January I think Mancula is the best option I know he doesn't necessarily give you too much going forward but I think defensively he's better than Murphy better than Kraft uh, so I'd certainly keep him in the side I think he he, he really did uh, do enough to, to warrant keeping his spot Shelby you know when you are down to 10 men Shall the whole game plan has to change and you know you've got to drop deep and you've got to defend you've got to absorb the pressure so you know that doesn't allow Shelby to pick the ball up and spray it left right over the top to Callum Wilson so you know we didn't really get to see the best of Shelby and it's a shame because against a team like Norwich where you will be afforded space Shelby probably would have flourished in that game and unfortunately like you said just the circumstances got the better of Newcastle United Alan St Maximum He's clearly the threat, and it was the plan was kind of to give it to him, and he had a couple of runs, and you know the defense, as nearly every defense of a Premier of, the, of a Premier League side, are clearly scared of him. You know he's a massive threat, and he got taken off for Miggy, uh, and Newcastle, and then actually Norwich scored just after that, and Newcastle didn't really threaten all that much. There was one chance um, when Miggy played played uh, played somebody in. Can't quite remember who it was and he kind of swings his foot at it as he's flying in and it goes across the face of goal. That was probably the best moment they had. What was what was quite interesting, I thought, and we'll, we'll wrap up here, is at the end, Newcastle were clearly playing for time. You know, they were, they were going to accept the draw because losing is no good. Norwich were the better side in those last 10 minutes. They were pushing, they were pushing. Understandably, Newcastle were getting tired after playing so long with 10 men. And interestingly, you know, a couple of times the ball went behind 
Martin Jabrafka just told the ball boy just to, just to slow it down. And the crowd, I was in the Leasers end, the crowd weren't happy. They wanted to go and get this, these three points. They wanted to see Newcastle pushing for the win. And it's a very difficult place to be in for Newcastle when you have, you know, three or four minutes remaining on the clock. You are being pushed by the opposition. You are a man down. However, on the other hand, Norwich are the team above you. And the fans, I think, you know, they, they, were, they were frustrated because they're looking around and saying, well, if you can't beat Burnley... Uh, so you can't beat Norwich. How are you going to beat Burnley? Who are you going to beat? You know Norwich, the side directly above Newcastle. They were pretty poor tonight. Yes, yeah, you're a man down, but surely you've got to go for that win. You know because it's so important. It's you know it's one effort that could go in. I guess the flip side is is that if you get caught out and you end up losing, then Norwich go six points clear of you, and you know you're even further behind them, and you're nowhere near. Safety, so it was a difficult one to balance. It would be interesting to know what the message was. It looked like to me it was to, to, to time waste a little bit, keep the point, look ahead to Burnley, and hopefully get all three points on Saturday. It'd be interesting to see if Lascelles comes back in. You would imagine so now, given Cleveland Clark is suspended. But I think a lot of people are, are wanting Fernandes to start. A lot of people are surprised he didn't start tonight. Like I say, he did a decent enough job to definitely force his way in. Joe Willick, again. I'm just waiting for it to click, really, because he's a very good player, I think. There's a reason we all wanted him back. There was a reason we were very happy to see him signed. And there's a reason why everyone said, ah, it won't be another Kennedy. You know, he'll come in and he'll prove his worth. Tonight, again, it just didn't work for him. And, you know, he, Hayden ended up coming on. And actually, I thought Hayden had a very, very poor cameo. I'm a big fan of Isaac Hayden, but I didn't think he had a good cameo at all. He kept uh, losing the ball. He flew in a couple of challenges. It just looked messy. But it's, it's interesting whether you do bring in a more defensive midfielder alongside Shelby and allow Shelby just a bit of a free roll and Hayden to sweep up. Of course, the, the options to do that aren't huge. But something's just not working with Willick and it'll be interesting to see if they change that on Saturday. Maybe bring in Miggy. Uh, you know, who else have they got? Bring in Sean Longstaff, perhaps. I think that a change is needed and I know he's a young lad and you don't want to, you know pick on somebody but I think a change there is needed just to give Newcastle something a bit different because it's not working at the moment but tonight against Norwich 1-1 you'll take the point given that Newcastle were down to 10 men for most of the game frustrating yes careless in defence by Clark um, and it kind of just actually rehired, it just reaffirmed the issues they've got at the back where they were just cut open and this time they weren't punished by a goal but punished by a sending off and that's something they're going to have to work on but you know I've mentioned this in the last episode uh, and I've written about it as well so we'll, we'll leave that one there but yes 1-1 tonight against Norwich Newcastle unfortunately still searching for their first win of the Premier League season bottom of the table they face Burnley on Saturday we'll have the match preview with John Gibson on Thursday so look out for that one in the meantime head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to keep up to date with all the latest Newcastle United news including all the reaction from tonight quotes from Eddie Howe and all the players who speak to the media afterwards and please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast or follow it depending on your podcast provider totally free to do just means you get a notification which with every new episode and lets our episodes get to further people a bigger audience so it really does help us out and leave us a review if you can as well thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your week